Well, good morning, friends. Welcome to Hebron and to our online Sunday service. As you can see, I am filming outside. It's a glorious morning. Um, this is actually my fourth filming location, and I've been forced outside to get some peace and quiet. I'm sure many of you will be able to relate to that. Uh, this morning, we are continuing our study in John's Gospel. We're in chapter 10, verses 1 to 10, and it's a great passage that points us to Jesus as the shepherd and leader of his people. Uh, the heading for our study this morning, I've taken from Psalm 23, and it's this, the Lord is my shepherd, he leads me. A number of years ago, um, the BBC conducted a poll um, to determine who was the greatest Briton that had ever lived. Uh, Sir Winston Churchill topped the poll, remembered for his strong leadership during World War II, his booming voice, his stirring speeches bringing the nation together. And I suppose in times of crisis, people want strong leaders. This time of crisis that we're living through at the moment, uh, our country needs more than ever strong leadership. But that's even more true on a personal level when it comes to your own life. We need someone to lead us. Someone to lead us not only through this life, but someone who can lead us through death and into the next life. Here in John chapter 10, Jesus presents himself as that leader. He is the true shepherd of the sheep, the good shepherd. Now the chapter division isn't particularly helpful here. Chapter 10 is really just a continuation of the dialogue between Jesus and the Pharisees at the end of chapter 9. The Pharisees were the religious leaders. They were the supposed shepherds of the people. Last week when we looked at chapter 9, uh, Derek very helpfully brought out the recurring theme of blindness. We saw a blind man who had his eyes opened both physically and spiritually. He saw Jesus for who he was. He saw Jesus as the Messiah. He saw Jesus as his Savior. Lord, I believe, he said, and worshipped him. In contrast to the blind man were the Pharisees. Blind to who Jesus was, they remained in their darkness. The evidence was plain to see, but like so many people today, they rejected the evidence and they chose not to see. Jesus said to them at the end of chapter 9, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. They were blind leaders, blind shepherds. Now Jesus continues the dialogue with these Pharisees in chapter 10, and he now uses the allegory of a shepherd caring for his sheep to teach them about true leadership. So let's look at what Jesus said. Now I've just got three headings to help us in our study this morning. The first heading, selfish shepherds. The second heading, the selfless shepherd, and then the third heading, the shepherd's sheep. So our first heading, selfish shepherds. Now remember, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees here, the supposed shepherds of the people. I think Jesus probably had in mind here uh, Ezekiel chapter 34. In that chapter, God speaks to the shepherds of Israel, to the religious leaders of the people, who had failed miserably uh, in their care over God's people. God says to them in that chapter, 
you have been feeding yourselves. Should not shepherds feed the sheep? The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought. That gives us a picture of, of what was part and parcel of the role of a shepherd. It was a tough life. Out in the hills, um, twenty, every day, every night, facing the elements, weather beaten, constantly searching for good pasture and water uh, for the flock, constantly guarding the flock from all the predators that surrounded them. These shepherds were selfish shepherds. They cared nothing for the flock and they had neglected the spiritual care over God's people. The Pharisees too were selfish shepherds. Jesus describes them in verse 1 as thieves and robbers. Jesus says in verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. They were false shepherds. They cared nothing for the sheep. These Pharisees had not been sent by God to care for his people. They did not represent God. That's what Jesus teaches in verse 1. They had not entered the sheepfold by the door. They hadn't come through the proper entrance. They had climbed up another way. They were false shepherds. Back in Ezekiel chapter 34, God was angry with these selfish shepherds. I am against the shepherds, said God. No longer shall they feed themselves. Then God says a remarkable thing. In verse 15, he says, I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I myself, says God. I myself will make them lie down. I will seek the lost. I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak. I will feed them with justice. But how would God do this? Well, God tells us further down in Ezekiel 34, in verse 23. God says, I will set up over them a shepherd, one shepherd my servant David, and he shall feed them and be their shepherd. Well, here he is in John chapter 10. Here is that one shepherd, Jesus, the true shepherd, sent by God, the Messiah. He fulfills all the credentials. Descended from the line of David, he has entered the sheepfold by the door. The gatekeeper opens to him. The sheep hear his voice. All recognize him as the true shepherd. Here is God come as the shepherd of his sheep. Well, that brings us to our second heading. The selfless shepherd. What kind of shepherd is Jesus? How does Jesus lead his sheep? Well, the first point I want to make from the passage is this. Jesus leads his sheep by name. Look at verse 3. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. You see, Jesus knows his flock intimately. Look at how he describes his sheep. He describes them as his own. They are his. They are his possession. 
Christian, you are not just a member of a church. You are one of Jesus' own. He has chosen you. He has called you. He has bought you with his own blood. And you are known to Jesus. That's a wonderful thing. He knows every detail about you. He knows what you are passing through. He knows every struggle, every worry, every tear. Jesus knows. He leads by name. He is a personal shepherd. The second point I want to make is that Jesus leads from the front. Look at verse 4. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. In my humble opinion, television has never been the same since the BBC ended one man and his dog. But that is my abiding image of a shepherd. You know, the shepherd driving the flock from behind with his sheepdog, whistling um, commands to the sheepdog to position the flock to wherever he wants them. But back in the Middle East, um, it was different. The shepherd did not drive the sheep from behind. The shepherd led the flock from the front. He went before the sheep. Jesus goes before us as the shepherd. Jesus goes before us in life. You see, he knows the path ahead. He knows the dangers that I will face. He knows my needs. He knows my weaknesses. He knows my strengths. And the point is simply this, that we can trust Jesus wherever he leads. It might not seem like it at times. And perhaps now more than ever, you're wondering, where is Jesus leading you? But we can trust him. We need to remind ourselves of David's uh, wonderful psalm, Psalm 23. David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. But Jesus is not just a shepherd for this life only. He leads us through death and into the next life. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Wonderful words. You know, we are surrounded by death in these times. COVID-19 has reminded us of the fragility of our lives. Never before has death been such a focus. The daily count of the dead is the lead item in the news. We are, we are wondering how many people have died each day. And we hear of so many people dying alone tragically in hospitals. The Christian never dies alone. For you are with me. I wonder if you are prepared for death. Who are you trusting to lead you through death into the next life? My third point 
Jesus leads selflessly. He leads sacrificially. Brings us to verse 7. Here in verse 7, Jesus changes the metaphor from being the shepherd to being the door. Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. He's the way in. He's the way into the sheepfold. He's the way in to God and to the family of God. He's the way to heaven. Jesus made this absolutely clear later in John's Gospel in chapter 14, verse 6. Those wonderful words of his. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the only way to God. But what makes Jesus the door? What makes Jesus the only way? Listen to what Jesus says in verse 11 of chapter 10. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Again in verse 15, I lay down my life for the sheep. In fact, five times over in this passage, Jesus refers to his laying down of his life. He is, of course, referring to the cross, where he laid down his life, where he took my sins upon himself and died that I might live, that by believing in him, I might be saved, saved from my sin, saved from hell, and brought into the fold brought into the family of God. I mentioned at the beginning, Winston Churchill, the greatest Briton that had ever lived, a great leader. Yet even Churchill himself didn't fight on the front line in World War II. Jesus fought the battle alone, on the front line, on the cross. He defeated sin, death, and hell. Jesus suffered, bled, and died to save you and to bring you into the flock of God. He says in verse 9, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Have you entered that door? Or are you still lingering outside of it? Have you given your life to Jesus? Is he your shepherd? Is he your leader? Finally, our third heading, the shepherd's sheep. You see, not only do, do, does the, the shepherd know the sheep, but the sheep know the shepherd. They know his voice. They follow him. Look at verse 3. The sheep hear his voice. Verse 4, the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Are we listening for the voice of Jesus? Do you want to hear God speaking to you in your life? Turn to his word. Because it's there, it's in his word that you will hear God speaking to you. You know, there are many voices in this world of ours. Uh, in this technologically savvy, 24-7, multimedia age that we live in, there are a cacophony of voices. Voices that try to drown out the truth, to shout down the truth. Voices that try to confuse and to distort the truth. Verse 5, Jesus says that his sheep 
do not know nor follow the voice of strangers. They know his voice. So have you been listening for the voice of God during this period of lockdown? I mean, what an opportunity to, to get closer to God, to soak yourself in his word, to saturate your life in prayer. So as we close our, our study this morning, is Jesus Christ your shepherd? Is Jesus your leader? Are you following him? He says in verse 10, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Do you have it? Do you have that life, that abundant life that only Jesus can give? You know, these are challenging times. And maybe for you, life is particularly difficult uh, at the moment. Financial worries, maybe you have lost your job. Maybe you have had to take a, a salary cut. Health worries, maybe you have lost someone dear to you. Maybe you are doubting uh, your faith. Maybe you are just exhausted and you need to find rest. Well, the message for all of us this morning from John chapter 10 is simply this. You can trust Jesus. Trust him. Let Jesus lead you through this difficult path. He knows what you need. He will make you to lie down in green pastures. He will lead you beside still waters. I myself, says Jesus, I myself will strengthen the weak. I myself will bind up the injured. I myself will make them lie down. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. Maybe you have strayed from the Christian path. Maybe you have wandered away from God. You have turned your back upon Jesus. Jesus is seeking you today. I will bring back the strayed. It's part of Jesus' ministry, part of his role as a shepherd. Will you let Jesus bring you back today? Will you let Jesus bring you back home? Will you respond to his voice? And if you don't know Jesus, he came to seek the lost. He came to save you. He came that you might have life. Do you know the shepherd? Can you say this morning, the Lord is my shepherd? Thank you for listening. Uh, trust God's word today might be a comfort and a challenge to you. And may God bless you. Thank you.